0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vatal Rwanda Hotel and Tourism Business School podcast, a podcast that seeks to help young people beyond the hospitality industry to become the best version of themselves. We do this by inviting industry experts and professionals to come in and share best practices on a range of topics and issues that affect young people. Now, our last series focused on financial literacy and how young people can better manage their finances this time around. We're taking a deep dive into seeking out the right opportunities in, a, in the hospitality industry and how to position yourself and stand out professionally in an extremely competitive industry. To start us off as a woman who believes in making an impact, building an empire and living a legacy. Yeah, you heard that right. She's not only a vital trainer, but also a sales development a specialist and academic advisor at UNICAF. She has worked for the prestigious Ritz-Carlton Hotel in guest relations. She has been a coach and training facilitator at Resonate and really just an all round professional who is the best person to set us off on this topic. Miss Cecile Tosabe Isimbi.
1: Oh, wow, Siban, That was like the best intro up, <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
0: Thank
1: you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you so much for honoring the invitation and joining us and joining us. How do you feel? How are you?
1: Uh, I'm super excited. It's an honor to be honest to be with you. And um, I appreciate the fact that you went through the entire profile to figure out my career background. Definitely. Thank you, Sibane, for having me.
0: They're definitely, definitely. We're excited to have you as well. So I just, I mean, you've done a lot, uh, mm. but I want you to maybe start us off with your journey to becoming this sales, you know, representative, the sales um, exec right now that you are at UNICAF. How did that come about? What was the journey like?
1: I think it all starts with one step to identify what you want in life, mm-hmm. but also how you want to impact the society as a large. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was still young, I used to go in the hospital and I would feel like I want to be a doctor at the end of it all. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. because I appreciate I appreciated how doctors were very fast mm-hmm. assisting patients, and they would feel so good to see that patient get discharged. So I had that feeling to help people and see them moving forward because of my contribution. So attending school and uh, going to college, mm-hmm. I finally got to go in hospitality management, which is quite different from medicine or any other necessary career. Yeah. So you can imagine I'm definitely out of what I was dreaming to be. Yeah, but, but I guess it's
0: still service.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for getting that. Because when I was doing hospitality management, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm no longer going to be a doctor. How am I going to achieve my dream? Mm -hmm. I've been saying this to my parents since I was like young, and they are going to say that I wasn't very serious. Mm. So yeah, you can guess the feeling.
0: (laughs) And then when
1: I was in, uh, in year three, that's when I started to actually figure out that I'm not in the context of helping patients, mm-hmm. but it's actually assisting guests emotionally and mm-hmm. seeing them feeling relieved. They have stress, they have struggle, they have family issues, mm-hmm. and that's why they approach the hotel. They go to st- to spend uh, some vacation on holidays, and when you assist them, you have the same feeling. Yeah. Yeah, you have the same feeling as assisting a patient, and from there, I saw that I've been actually born to serve Mm -hmm. So serving in so many ways, uh, making significant impact wherever I go, Mm -hmm. and seeing myself always trying to evolve, uh, Mm -hmm. getting new skills, learning different knowledge, it's what brought brought me to the point of serving as um, a self-development specialist at Mm -hmm. the Unicaf University. So the journey is still long, don't say like I've been so successful, no. And uh, I always try to learn new skills, learn from people. I appreciate challenges, uh, diversity, because people are talented in so many ways. Definitely. And um, I hope I've answered your question. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I mean you've, you've really just gone yeah. back to how it all started. And that's that's what we want to know exactly, because... You know, someone might be thinking the same thing or, or might be in the same situation where they thought they wanted to be something, but they ended up in something else. And yeah. now they're beating themselves about it. So I, I you really went back to, I wanted to be a doctor, <laughs> but I ended up in, <laughs> in sales. The, the, the transition is, 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 is crazy. It's like very, two different industries. Mm-hmm, yeah, But, um. I was going through your profile. I was stalking you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and I, I saw that like you were you started off as an intern at Ritz Carlton, uh, mm. very fancy place, by the way. Have you been uh, there? No. But no. you know <laughs> that's how fancy it is. I don't have to be there to know. Yeah. So you started off as an intern yeah. and you know kind of worked your way up. So what 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 do you do to stand out? To what um, skills did you use to position yourself? to access that opportunity yeah and seeking out that opportunity from intern how, how did that come about and how did you manage to in, in the corporate world they call it climbing the corporate I ladder see <laughs> <laughs> but like how did you push yourself to get to that point of this is where you are now in guest relations from intern to guest relations that's a huge you know step that requires I'm, I'm guessing a lot of hard work so how, yeah, did, how, how did you position yourself into seeking out those opportunities?
1: To be honest, it didn't just come like a gift or a surprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, you told me to start from the scratch where I actually got internship to mm-hmm. go to the United Arab Emirates. Yes, so I did my studies at Davis College. Okay. And they do have this program of always sending the best performer for uh, international uh, internship. So um, I was lucky to be among them. I was mm. lucky. <laughs> And uh, when I went for internship after at the completion of my internship, mm-hmm. my direct manager requested me to sign the contract. Yeah. So um, wow, I gave it a try because it was a new challenge, new environment. So many differences. Definitely. And I was looking forward to actually uh, integrate the differences, the the views of other people mm-hmm. to my own culture to be able to succeed in this mm-hmm. industry. Because hospitality is all about actually meeting people, knowing um, different background trends, and you can only be able to do that when you are willing to open up your eyes to different perspectives. So when I got an offer, I knew that I need to pull up my socks and um, be the ambassador of the entire country of Rwanda, not only of my college where I came from. So that's why I always uh, tell myself that Um, I'm working as an intern, as a restoration concierge or front desk agent, representing the department that I belong in. But on a huge picture, actually, I'm the ambassador of Rwanda in the United Mm. Arab Emirates. So that's That's a lot of pressure on you. (laughs) Yeah, not like a pressure, but I wanted to aspire for more Mm. and. at the end of the day, sit at the back maybe uh, and say like, uh, I've made this and I'm proud to be a Rwandan, actually thriving and um, standing out on mm. top of other department as a black young lady. It, it means a lot to mm-hmm. me personally to see so many nationalities, so many um, identity. Because when you come from Africa and you go in other countries, that's why you can easily understand the perspective of other people, other nationalities towards black people. So I knew that I definitely have to represent my continent, my country, and be proud to to make change, to make sig- significant mm-hmm. impact. Because when you are abroad and you make a mistake, they, they don't say like Cecile or gestoration yeah. or concierge. They say that young lady from, from Rwanda. Rwanda. So you can imagine the, the, okay. the feelings and... Uh, Always trying to actually represent the country and the mm-hmm. entire continent in a very good way as we are.
0: That's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> but you said it's not pressure; <laughs> it's something that pushed you to do better. But maybe yeah. just to take you back a little again, like, um, whilst you were still an intern, right? For you to get that offer of, "Hey, Cecile, we really like what you do here, and we want to keep you." What did you do? What was what was your mindset at the time, as an intern, that? made them even notice you you know because you're not alone right in that program Mm -hmm. you had other people with you so true (laughs) and but like they chose you right because of something because of maybe how you worked your mindset what was it about you as an intern that you think made them pick you
1: Uh, i think by nature i like to do whichever tasks i'm assigned to Mm -hmm. like to the best of my ability i put in a lot of effort and if i'm given a task I want people to come after the completion of the task and say, like, who does this? Mm. So uh, who did this? When did she do that? What tips, what can she share with the rest of the team? So from uh, my primary school, kindergarten, university, that's me. Mm. And when I apply the same approach to my job, I think it made a huge impact in a way that, Within two weeks or three weeks only, I got like so many comments on TripAdvisor. Cece, the young lady from Rwanda, the black lady from Rwanda. And um, it was so astonishing, exciting, but also um, touching in some ways because I didn't expect it to reach that extent. I was doing my job so well. I was trying to make an impact and helping the the department that I was in to Mm -hmm. shine without necessarily expecting the guest to recognize that. So um, it was (laughs) mind-moving, and that's me. I like to, to, whichever task I'm assigned, Mm -hmm. I feel good when someone comes and asks, who who did this? So I think that that's the only um, drive towards um, outstanding or being the best in whichever
0: tasks i'm giving <laughs> i think you're living you're you're basically living up to what what's in your bio which is making an impact and building an empire living a legacy because you left a legacy right you'd say that yeah, that's a legacy. I, I think so i yeah. think so yeah that's that's mind-blowing and i hope people are inspired to work hard and do a legacy <laughs> hopefully yeah you know um so again, yeah, so i guess for other people you would advise that they they do the same Um, aspire to leave a mark right where they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for you personally, what makes a person stand out? Um, Mm -hmm. if you if someone Mm -hmm. was to come to you and say, Cecile, I need this and that, like, or I need a job, or can you refer me to someone, or what do you look for in that person? What stands out? What makes a person stand out?
1: I think to me, attitude is plain and Mm -hmm. hardworking. I like the main tips that i look into mm-hmm. when um to recommend a person let's say that mm-hmm. why attitudes been it's because um the way we conduct ourselves the way we we humble ourselves to mm. other people the way we intend to listen and figure out uh, other people's genius other people's pers- perspective it adds on to our um, to our our talents, mm. our genius, and our capability. I think that's very important to have a positive attitude in any situation. Mm-hmm. Let people be their best self, mm. don't be judgmental, be polite, and contribute to the world, because at the end of it all, it's how many or what impact you've left, mm. not how you did that. So I, I definitely agree. and um, Emphasize on the, the on the on the fact of having positive Attitude, attitude Yeah. Definitely. And when it comes to hard working, there are some scientists who say that like hard working beats talent or gift, mm-hmm. something like that. It's it's because you might be hardworking and you are always focusing on improvement, evolving, reading books, getting coaches, mm-hmm. uh doing whichever like trying always possible to move forward. Mm-hmm. And people who are talented. They might not actually, uh, I'm trying to, to seek for the word to, to to mean that well. Get as
0: far as they should. As
1: they should because they are they are actually um, over believing in themselves, if mm. I may say that. Arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's> arrogant. yeah. <laughs> and they end up not actually using their talents or um, exercising their potential the way mm-hmm. they are supposed to do that and eventually they end up not being that productive as they should be. Mm. So uh, hardworking to me, it's, it's very important, it's very important. And I've been able to reach on where I am because of hardworking. Mm. I think every single um, milestone on my CV, on my profile, I've worked for it. Mm. And it's, it it embodies it the, um, the fact that I want to leave legacy, I want to mm. make footprints, I want to impact people. And if you have that drive, that mm. inner desire in you, then it's very easy. It's very easy to to make a difference.
0: Maybe just before you you go into your last point, so positive attitude, hard work, and your last one is discipline. discipline. But before we get to discipline, I I just want to um go back a bit on pick your brain on the ad and the good and the positive attitude one. Right. So when you're a young person, especially looking for opportunities, it's not all the time that you get people who are willing to especially in this world that we live in now who mm. are willing to guide you through it. Oh you yeah. Know, who so have true. Your, <laughs> who have your best interests at heart, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, for some companies you have, you know, uh bosses who, you know, who have your best interests at I want to see you grow, who are interested in your de- mm-hmm. professional development and yeah. growth. However, you have situations where you are young, you are seeking opportunities, but you're met with a lot of hostility because you have very little experience and you know this this other person sees your talent that you don't see in yourself probably and they exploit that and they you know really just don't go about it the right way how do you maintain a good attitude in that situation where you know that the person is being exploitative and you're trying to maintain a good attitude like how do you manage that situation especially because you're trying to gain the experience that you need right Uh, And if you've ever been in a situation like that too, maybe, yeah. It
1: it happens in life. It happens Mm. in life. People want to explore other people Mm -hmm. and um, we live in a world, which is quite not fair, if I may say that, but uh, the main intention is um, what I learn from whichever experience that heal hurt, or makes me strong. Mm. So um, I've, I've been privileged to have good friends and mm. mostly who are older than me. So they are they are willing to give advice, mm. black and white. Tell me For everything free. deeply <laughs> and um, tell me this is how things worked. We've walked the path ahead of you and mm. we've been experiencing the same thing. So uh, since you haven't gotten what you want exactly, you need to actually act this way okay. until you figure out Something that makes you feel comfortable okay. and uh, makes you actually feel like you are you are achieving the exponential growth that you've been dreaming to to mm-hmm. achieve, and having those kind of people who always encourages you, understand your feelings mm. and try acknowledge to, them to as yeah well. acknowledge that and um, understand that you deserve better than what you are being offered and give you the courage that it's possible to actually be the person you dream to be mm. despite the situation that you are in at the moment. It's it's what has been sustaining me along the way. Okay. And um it helps me to always be positive despite the situation. Mm. It helps me to maintain um good attitude, courage despite the the, the setbacks I'm, I'm I'm facing despite um the um, discouragement from different mm. bosses maybe if i may say that but if you have people who are guiding you who are giving you real life example of what they went through and how they overcame that it gives you ch- it gives you the chance to actually stay strong and positive yeah. on the journey yeah.
0: So what I'm getting is having <laughs> having good mentors. As much as you Definitely, seek yeah. as much as you seek um great opportunities, also seek great mentors.
1: Yeah, so true. Because I've been like having friends who are older than me, mm-hmm. career wise, and they've been through a lot yeah. and they are somewhere at the moment. So those are the people who I'm um, like, okay, it's happening. How do I go about that? <laughs>
0: um, uh, definitely. Uh, I think that's worth noting that always get mentors because it's never going to be perfect all the way. So you need those people to hold space for you. So the last one, discipline. Uh, so you said have a good attitude, work hard, mm-hmm. and then be disciplined. What does that mean for you?
1: Uh, to me, to be disciplined actually means to... Um, to understand that we've all been talented in different ways, mm-hmm. and there is no way to look down at other people. Mm. Give people space to actually explore themselves, express themselves, bring up their genius, their ability, mm. and
0: being willing to I learn like from that. them. Bring yeah. out their genius.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, um, cause this plane in in a way of rating it to um. Diversity. Mm-hmm. It gives you the chance to actually see uh, people's view, understandings, and incorporate their views, their understanding with your own, um, with your own previous way mm. of looking at things. Then it helps you to have a huge understanding. And if you are able to actually navigate different perspectives, different cultures, then that's how you, we succeed in life.
0: Mm, cultural intelligence, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, okay, in, <laughs> on, on the part of discipline thank you for that by the way (laughs) you're
1: welcome
0: on the part of discipline like how do you remain creative especially if you're in sales like you're in a very creative space Mm -hmm. even like as a trainer you need to be very creative very communicative and stuff like how do you maintain that creativity while being discipline is such a um it
1: embodies so many yeah yeah definitely but it's
0: also a very like uh, routinely robotics like mm-hmm. you need requires to main on the track yeah, otherwise <laughs> requires a lot of logic <laughs> yeah. and for creatives that's not such an easy thing to you know to adopt because you're like oh but then i'm not inspired mm-hmm. how do i continue writing if you're a writer how do i continue coming up with these great ideas if i'm not inspired i'm only inspired at night <laughs> <laughs> but no there's a client who wants this work in the morning mm-hmm. so how do you remain how do you remain disciplined like how do you push yourself to say this is i'm going to be because that's a very hard skill it's very easy to say Mm -hmm. be disciplined but oh my god
1: to practice (laughs) i know
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is a hard skill to learn discipline Mm -hmm. how do you especially if you're you've never thought about it like you've always been winging things now you're forced to be Mm -hmm. how do you how do you remain disciplined
1: uh, thank you, Sabine. There is a quote that always uh, it, it st- sticks in my mind. It says, like, it always seems impossible until it's done. It's by Mandela Nelson. And uh, going back to the point of discipline, I've read, by the way, I like reading books. Like, each month. <laughs> read people. Read. <laughs> <laughs> like, each month, I need to complete at least one book.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: only that in some instance when I'm very busy but I like reading books because mm. reading books that's where you get um, the ideas of other people or their views on specific topics mm. that you might be stuck on in life. Yeah. So uh, discipline, I've been reading a book called um, Like No Excuse, it actually says self-discipline and there is no excuse. Okay. It's by uh, Trace Bryan. So it tells you how to maintain the track of whichever habits you want to develop. Mm -hmm. And I personally do that by always going back in my meditation, Mm. uh, going back in my daily, weekly, monthly, yearly goals, Mm self-reflection, assessing myself and trying to figure out what do I need to achieve? Why do I need to achieve that? And, um... Who Will Cry When I Die? There is a book I like as well called uh, Who, Who Will Cry When I Die? It's by Robin Chalmer. So it I love
0: pu- Robin Chalmer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it pushes me to always um, live in a way of living a legacy hmm. in everything that I'm doing. How is it serving the world? How is it helping people? How is it going to uh, make people understand The way of living, the way of looking at things, even after my departure on earth, let's Mm. say that. So, when you. It's deep. It's deep. (laughs) (laughs) When you reflect on your main intention, personal intention, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, Mm -hmm. it helps you to remain on the track. And when you are very much aware of what you want in life. After, you, after you've gone, because definitely there is an end point to every single person's life. Imagine. Then it helps you to maintain that discipline. It mm-hmm. helps you to maintain that discipline. Um, the first thing is to know, where do I want to live? Mm.
0: So basically, it's all about self-awareness, it's, looking yeah, inside self-awareness of you. It's
1: self-awareness and um, trying to figure out why, why you are here. Mm. What's your main intention? What's your main mission? Mm. And how do you accomplish that? So when you ask your question, how do I accomplish the main mission, why I've been created, then you figure out step by step strategies and um, all the steps you are supposed to take in order for you to, to leave footprints.
0: <laughs> I hope I've answered your question. <laughs> wow, so much pressure on us young people. No, no, not exactly. no, exactly. No, <laughs> but no. what I'm getting from you um, is in, in as much as you seek opportunities, you need to know yourself. You need to be aware of yourself because you've spoken about meditation. You've spoken about reflection. Mm -hmm. And all those are acts of trying to get to know yourself better. So true. And and I totally agree that you can't be disciplined. Nobody can teach you discipline.
1: No one, no one. You can easily say that, but remaining on the track and actually prove yourself right,
0: Mm.
1: it can contradict.
0: (laughs) And I'm guessing that's, 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 from what you're saying i'm deducing that seeking out opportunities requires you to know yourself so that you're able to know your value what you're Mm -hmm. good at yeah awesome Ooh, (laughs) some gems today (laughs) uh and then maybe i'd ask um so now that i have this opportunity as a young person like you you're out of college or you're still in college and then you get an internship somewhere um this is your first experience. You've, you've done all you've taken all these steps. you've been disciplined, you've been applying, you've been you know, you're taking all these steps to learn and to be better. Now you're in the workspace. workspace. It's completely different from what you know. Maybe you're in college still. Mm-hmm. Um, you're faced with new people, you're faced with new characters. <laughs> it's a very like yeah. the dynamics are sort of different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're faced with a conflict. For example, how? How do you approach conflict resolution, especially as a young person who has just bagged an opportunity? Now you're in the workplace, you're trying to prove yourself, you're trying to get that contract at Ritz, right? <laughs> so, and then you have this other co-worker who keeps, you know, just getting on your nerves for the lack of a, a better phrase. How do you, how do you deal with that? How, what's the conflict resolution process like? Mm,
1: I think it's to first know what
0: you want in life, Sabine. Again, self yeah. self <laughs> self
1: awareness. Because <laughs> when you know what you want in life, then it gives you um the chance to 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 remind yourself again what you can compromise on mm. and what you can't compromise on. Mm. So basically uh if I'm a an delete and um I guess a Russian concierge or sales or wherever mm-hmm. and someone tries to annoy me or um get my nerve off as you mentioned, mm-hmm. The only things to to, to, to to understand and to remember or to reflect on is to figure out how is that related with my mission? Mm-hmm. How does this contribute to the to the success of Rwandese or a young lady from Davis College or mm-hmm. a black African young lady, for instance. So if you understand how the effect of the conflict Contribute positively or negatively to whichever mm. uh, mission you are in, uh, whichever task you are assigned, then it gives you the way to react mm. on different situations.
0: Okay. So, uh, yeah I'm, uh, from what you're saying, I'm getting that you need to analyze the situation. You need
1: to analyze. Yeah. You need to analyze. Not being... um. Make, but not being aggressive, but not mm. being, um, not giving people chance to, to actually um, cross boundaries. Okay. Yeah. So oh. I, I, you need to, to to try to analyze, balance, and figure out constructive ways to um, to manage that. But as I've mentioned before, it's all aligned with how does it contribute to the success of a young African uh, lady mm. uh, representing the entire continent in the United Arab Emirates. A young Rwandese lady representing Rwanda in United Arab Emirates. Mm. Uh, does this really um, wear high weight in a way that I need to give it time? So when you know that, then it gives you the idea of how to react and how to go about different situations.
0: Definitely. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk practical steps now right we've mm-hmm. been talking about um internal like self work and that requires a lot of mind body soul like meditation and you know just taking the time to know more about yourself but mm-hmm. let's take let's talk about practical steps to seeking out opportunities let's say you, okay I know myself this type <laughs> of person that, or I have like a very solid idea of who I am right because yeah. people evolve but I have some A level of self-awareness you know but now i need to seek out the opportunities what are what are the practical steps are there places that you go to to seek out these opportunities are there platforms portals that young rwandans and other young people across the continent can can like the steps that they can take to to get these opportunities
1: uh, I will go back on self-awareness. Okay, because <laughs> uh, with self-awareness, you get to know what you want in life mm-hmm. and how, um, what it requires you for you to to actually achieve that specific um, opportunity. Mm. So the steps to actually take, uh, I like learning, evolving, and mm-hmm. getting skills every single day. If I can, every single week, if I can. Mm-hmm. So. Um, with the awareness, you get to understand yourself. Okay, I'm Sabine. I'm maybe passionate about, let's say, um, uh, designing or marketing or hospitality or tourism or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then what are the uh, the connections I do have which are relevant to my passion or to my dream job? Mm. If you identify that, then you go about, okay, beyond the connection, beyond the, um, the career background or the career profession that I belong in, mm-hmm what does it require me to actually excel in that specific career? Okay. The same hospitality, it's very important to be to be multilingual, like mm-hmm. speaking so many languages. And if you want to be, let's say, a general manager or um, a sales executive or director, mm. then what are the skills you need to process mm-hmm. for you to actually be the champion in that specific aspect? Definitely. So if you figure out that, then you get to know, okay, so... Um, I I need to pull out my socks in this specific way by, let's say, taking language courses, yeah. going for Spanish, French, uh, German, <laughs> I have no clue whichever language you want to <laughs> pursue. And once you know that, then you are like, oh, okay, so basically you can be um, a sales director mm. or a general manager without having um, effective communication skills. So then how do I go about that? Do you uh, watch movies? Do you go on YouTube? Do you use like TED Post or podcast mm. every single day? Do you read motivational books? Do you follow? You identify diligence in the specific career that you okay. want to go to, and then it gives you an idea of which skill to pick from them, okay. and then integrate them in your own uh, daily learning routine.
0: Okay, okay, cool. So <laughs> basically, learning. Um, Upskilling yourself, up-skilling taking yourself, the time to upskill uh, yourself, but
1: also um, in a very relevant way to what you are dreaming to achieve. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. <laughs> <You're> still, <laughs> you are dropping many many gems today. Oh no. <laughs> um, so I'd I'd ask you like you you wanted to be a doctor at some point and then that changed, right? So and this happens for a lot of young people um at some point i wanted to be a pilot oh, <laughs> at another point I was good want, on you <laughs> maybe i should still go back to it there's no there's no age limit i'm just kidding i don't know um at some point i wanted to be something else you know but um it happens to a lot of young people um that they change their minds yeah they, when they're younger they're influenced by maybe family or what they watch or something and then they grow up and evolve and they realize this is not my passion and perhaps like you, they've asserted themselves within their communities that I'm going to be a doctor. And then when they change their mind, it's a very hard um, thing to accept for their families and also just like for them as yeah. well, because they're trying to be true to themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nobody's really with that. So true. How do you push through that, um, you know, especially in our African society where you need to be a doctor. You need to be an engineer, <laughs> or you be need a to. Pilot? You know, and if you come <laughs> and you tell them, uh, "Actually, I want to work at a hotel," and they're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. You know how? How do you push through that, especially if your your career path is something that is looked down upon or is very is highly stereotyped? How do you push through and follow your dreams and your passions despite yeah. the the pushback?
1: Uh, despite the pushback, I think I've I've got like parents. Want me to succeed, but also want to see me happy. Okay, so the fact that they know myself that uh, whichever tasks I'm assigned myself or I've been assigned, I try to go deep and try to actually be the best. Mm. So if I'm the best, if I've tried my best, if I've put my efforts and I succeed. Of course, at the end of it all, you feel contented. Mm. So if I'm contented, I feel contented. And if they see positive results from my hard working, then at some point they think that um, the path I've taken, it's, it's working actually, mm-hmm. and it might lead me to uh, a better person they want to be, they want to see, mm. sorry. So for instance, when I went to Davis College, it was completely different to my thoughts and not very easy to convince parents; they want to see you treating a patient, and it gives a good impression in 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 our society, as you've mentioned in in Africa. But again, joining hotel, it's it's a different perspective. Yeah. So, um, but the first the first uh, year when I went to college, I've been elected as the uh, education minister. Mm-hmm. So I think it also gives them the. Um, The room to think why, 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 why her, not any other person. Maybe there's something special in her to serve the entire, um, the entire, the entire university, if I may say that. So they gave me the the, the space to explore myself and uh, use uh, my talents to serve other people. But also, whenever they could see me uh, feeling satisfied Mm -hmm. and happy with the achievements that I was making, it, it gave them the hope that. I'm in the right track and maybe that's what I've been called to do. Mm.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> but what if you don't have that support? Like you had, so you have supportive parents, right? Um, that despite them maybe not really liking your change, mm-hmm. they're willing to see you through it. And okay, at least, okay, there's something there. I think I'm seeing something. <laughs> but like for parents who are like, I'm not paying for this. There's no way you're going to do this. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a doctor. (laughs) Or you're going to be... Like, I I know a couple of people who completed their degree just for their parents and then were like, okay, now I'm going to go and act. (laughs) I'm going to go and be a poet. You know, they have whole doctors' um, degrees and and engineers and and everything. Mm -hmm. One friend of mine did um architecture what is it called architectural studies Mm -hmm. she's a farmer now so that because that's what she loves to do so but how if you don't have that support how do you navigate that how do you that space how do you hold on to that dream at least of Mm -hmm. one day
1: I, i think it's it's very important to parents who might be
0: Listening, yeah.
1: yeah, listening. This to actually uh, give space to their mm. to their loved kids to explore themselves. Yeah, and uh, the main intention when upbringing people, it's actually to um, to make them happy and to support them succeed. Uh-huh. So um, yes, you have wish, you have um, something that you want your your, your kids to ach- to achieve by the end of it all. Uh, if they're satisfied, if they're happy. I would expect you to be happy as well. Mm. <laughs> so uh, people need to stick on what they love, because when you do something you love, then that's where you you, you can actually uh, put in all your effort and excel. Uh, definitely and excel. And when some uh, some failures or mistakes happen along the way, doing something you like, you can't easily give up. Mm you stick on that you figure out ways you go back you recharge you, you you look for mentors you read books you get coaches you try so many ways mm. but you can go off track
0: mm. yeah
1: which is different from uh, doing something of pursuing a different career just to to please your parents mm. or to please the society at large so um I would definitely stick on doing what you like. Yeah. Because when you do what you like, it gives you the idea. It, it, it pushes you to always explore yourself, mm. find out more. Uh, how can you actually um, innovate? How can you go beyond? How can you be uh, a champion in this? Yeah. Which is very different when you do something because someone is just uh, watching you or mm. want you to do that. So don't doesn't
0: make a difference to me <laughs> so i hope the parents out there are listening mm-hmm. please give your children <laughs> <laughs> space, space to explore themselves and their talents um, to wrap up our amazing 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 interview session conversation <laughs> i call it a conversation um what leadership skills or yeah, yeah, what leadership skills would you encourage students to acquire now more than ever in especially in this time in this generation what leadership skills would you say you really need to have this whether you're you're going to end up in a position of leadership or not you need to have these leadership skills
1: mm-hmm. i would definitely encourage all young y- young people in general to be
0: flexible because
1: things changes like on a daily basis in a way that we didn't expect mm-hmm we are in 2019, 2020, the pandemic is there. We had a lot of plans, a lot of dreams, so many things. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't have a, a mindset of being flexible, then you end up actually being um, completely bored and demotivated to mm-hmm. not even look for a plan B. So, and when you are a leader, you need to be flexible, you need to actually um, be calm. Mm-hmm. Because you are in a position where every single person is looking up to you. <laughs> That's true. So uh, this should actually um, reminds you that um, whichever circumstances that you go through, there is always a way to 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 push back mm. and uh, rearrange yourself, rearrange your thoughts, and uh, be able to serve with calmness, with zeal, and with integrity.
0: Mm-hmm. Calmness, zeal, and integrity. <laughs> wow.
1: And um, the second thing I would encourage all young people who are dreaming to be leaders in 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 our society—it's actually to be willing to learn. Okay, there are so many things to learn.
0: Be a student of life.
1: Definitely, be uh, like a long student of life mm. you are not going to graduate in this in this college you are yeah. not <laughs> if you want to be a leader you are not going to graduate Continuous trust me learning.
0: Yeah.
1: so um, always evolve always look for new skill always mm. um, pick something that you want to adapt always develop a new habit mm. always learn from other people and when you are a, a long life student if i may say that then it gives you the idea of discipline that we've mentioned before, of always valuing people, um, understanding that every single person is a genius. It, it puts you in a position of always um, being there and trying to consume the knowledge mm-hmm. that are presented in front of you. So the more you consume the knowledge, the more you you, you provide um, constructive feedback, constructive um, suggestions to the community mm-hmm. and the more you make impact the more you help the society grow so definitely people have to to be um long life students mm-hmm. and so they flexibility,
0: need to be, <laughs> be a, a student of life
1: yeah okay and um work hard work hard work hard. what is
0: working hard because <laughs> i mean let's get into that a little bit i know we said we we're wrapping up but just to, because nowadays um Working hard is glorified. Like mm-hmm. um there's work overwork, not working hard, but overworking mm-hmm. is is made this you know, this nice thing where you really need to rest sometimes, <laughs> you know, yeah. so that you are able to work at your best. Yeah, you're productive. You know, there's working hard but not being productive. Mm-hmm. And there's working smart, right? Mm-hmm. And being productive like there's a the consistency in, in how you do things. Mm-hmm. So when people say work hard, you know, um, a friend of mine um, and I yesterday were talking about how uh, I don't know if you know J. Cole, but he's around. He's in Rwanda. That's all I know. Oh yeah, uh, I currently. saw a post on
1: Instagram like mm. talking about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So he's this uh, famous rapper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he released a documentary, and he was talking about how he's trying to fight against comfort. Um, I don't remember the exact words he used, but he he said he's at he's at war um, against he's at a war against comfort and he's trying to you know work hard you know put in more hours and not you know just no sit sit <laughs> and wait for inspiration yeah and a lot of people look up to him right and a lot of people will be like they're tired they're in their beds they're trying to rest well, get up immediately be like i need to work hard. <laughs> you know where do you draw the line especially in this time with this new corporate culture of you need to get your bag make money and you know overwork yourself mm-hmm. how do you draw the line between okay you're working hard and smart and okay no 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 no, you're overworking yourself and you're going to burn out mm-hmm. how do you
1: yeah thank you Sabine that's a very nice point excellent point basically it it definitely reflects to the conversation I had with a friend a mm-hmm. few days ago <laughs> so we're talking about something and I was like oh my gosh this person is is, is genius and he was like, I oh, no, no, Cecil. Basically, he's no genius. He's smart." Mm. So, uh, it, it, it gave me the, the, the room to actually figure out, uh, what, what, does it mean when people say a person is smart, and what does it mean when people say a person is genius, mm-hmm. and um, trying to align smart genius with, uh, hardworking, as we mentioned. And overwork. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, something that people need to um to be able to distinguish and hard working to me doesn't mean to like overwork, overwork. Mm-hmm. It means to be strategic in, okay. in whichever, um, job or work that you are supposed to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And when you are being strategic, that's when you identify the tasks to be accomplished steps mm-hmm. required to, 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 actually accomplish successfully those, uh, those specific tasks. Mm-hmm. And, um, bring in some spices give give your brain space to to be creative Mm -hmm. give uh your your brain time to to explore something new and go back to the specific um task with energy with passion with Mm -hmm. eager with um like zeal definitely with zeal and that's that's when you can make difference and um as I mentioned before, when you do that, uh, trust me, Sabine. At the end of the day, someone gonna come and say, "Oh, so who did this?" Mm. And it's because you've been very strategic
0: with your tasks. About your work, yeah. you're not just aimlessly working hard. Yeah,
1: not just aimlessly working hard. I've been reading a book, and I don't remember the title. It's mm-hmm. just a page uh, I opened, and I was there. So it was like, um, it's crazy when you give yourself a task, and you're like, "I'm going to work on this," and until it's done. <laughs> Yeah, it's very interesting when, issue. You, <laughs> when you say like, okay, I'm going to work on this project and by 12 or 1 p.m. it has to be done. Mm. That's how you be strategic and hardworking. But if you say, I'm going to work on this project
0: until it's done. There's no timeline. What's the point? When, no w-
1: when are you going for lunch? When are you going to... Rest. So, yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Definitely. Okay we are introducing this this new segment uh, in the podcast it's called the uh, the quick fire round just asking you random questions that show your person <laughs> you know your personality what's your favorite random dish uh run
1: dish oh wow. it's it's like it's called isombe isombe I'm not very sure if you know isombe but
0: now yeah. I'm going to try it out <laughs> <Don't> laugh. <laughs> I'm going to try it
1: out now Yeah isombe it's it's like um Cassava leaves. It's in mm-hmm. the form of cassava leaves and it's it's like greenish. So um I love it so much and I've been missing it every time when I was far from Rwanda. So mm. that's my favorite. <laughs>
0: what's your what's your dream destination?
1: Uh my dream destination, um I love Rwanda. I love my country.
0: Like all Rwandans a <laughs> very yeah, yeah, but
1: um Whichever place I'll go to just to make an impact and make people um, be self-aware, know their mission on earth,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at the end of it all, I'll feel satisfied. Whichever place I'll go to and make an impact. You don't
0: mind. Yeah, I don't. You don't have like a, I really would like to do this, to go to this place.
1: Mm, I've been dreaming to go to like my dream when I was still young was to definitely live abroad for some time. Mm. I had no clue how that gonna happen, but I ended she up being there and because of uh, living with so many nationalities, people from let's say California, people mm. from uh, let's say Dubai uh, religion, is like a whole, um, yeah people from Mexico I get I got the feeling of like how different places mm. look like and okay. It's quite the same at the end of it all. Maybe for vacation, just relax mm. or catching up with friends. Yeah. Or college, maybe long life learning student, but no, <laughs> no,
0: no, no, like dream, dream. What's on your bucket list?
1: Oh, a lot, a lot. <laughs> one thing, let me
0: say that, one thing on your bucket list that oh. would surprise our listeners.
1: Mm. I want to create a kindergarten called Go Shine Nursery mm. School. So
0: you really are <laughs> like a person of service i admire your sense of wanting to serve but yeah. lead at the same time it's yeah. it's a very hard thing to do for a lot of people to lead by serving mm-hmm. so that is very commendable and i think a lot of not a lot but more people should should look at that um character
1: thank you and what's your what, what's in your bucket list
0: I want to go bungee jumping at <laughs> <laughs> this a place called Bloukrans. It's in it's in Cape Town. It's the highest bungee jump ah, in the Cape world. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to go bungee jumping. I have a fear of heights, so I think that would sort that out. So, mm, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. I want to go bungee jumping.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Number 2 on the list. Number 2 on the list. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> go most immediately is go to Ghana. I love the African continent. Oh, yeah. Um I'm from Swaziland, so but I'm in Rwanda, mm-hmm. um I have more places to go to mm-hmm. that I want to go to. One of them is Ghana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. that's I think
1: Ghana—it's ad- it's a very nice and cool country. Like my dad has been there once, and uh, when he came back, he shared with us like how people are so friendly mm-hmm. and they have so many handmade things. So yeah, it, the crafts very, um, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah He brought so many things, and I'm like, maybe one day I will try that, but no no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 what's on my bucket list. Uh, thank you for sharing what's on yours. Thank you for sharing the pearls of wisdom that are in you. Um, for You know just joining us and allowing the young people going to be tuned into this not just young people but anyone who's going to be tuned in you know to learn so much from what you said um from what you shared with us and hoping that more of us are inspired to go out there and (laughs) seek opportunities but also start with Getting to know ourselves more so Mm -hmm. that we know and understand what we want out there. Thank you so much, Cecile. This is fun (laughs) and inspiring (laughs) and empowering. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me, Siban.